Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day, a beautiful gift from God, a day where he longs to be in you, to be working through you, to be growing you, to be in community with you. A day when you have a choice that you can either invest in the Lord, (laughs) in growth with him, Him being at work through you, growing fruit in you. Or you can choose to invest in things like the flesh and things like distraction. I'd encourage you to invest in the Lord. Sometimes easier said than done. And that doesn't always mean spending hours in your word, in the Bible, right? Sometimes that can just mean being intentionally aware of God's presence with you. Spending some quiet time with him. Whatever it is invest in the Lord today. And we're going to continue on after we had that kind of tough but fun discussion about, you know, that all too well known verse about women being silent in church. We talked about the difference between a practice and a principle. And we talked about the idea that this was in the section and in the context of orderly worship. And if you didn't quite hop on board with that, just wait. Because right before that little section was talking about orderly worship, and now today we're going to read the other part of this sandwich where it's still talking about orderly worship. So we know that that part about women being silent in the church, that that was only in conjunction with this topic of an orderly service, not meant to silence women in general, but meant to address a specific issue in regards to an orderly service. So let's go ahead and dive in. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 36, and I'm reading from the ESV. Or was it from you that the word of God came? Or are you the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. Look at this. He is calling people out. And you know what's interesting? He was just talking about how it's shameful for a woman to speak in church. Now, we know in other parts of scripture, just like we talked about in the last episode, that Women are able to pray. Women are able to prophesy. Women are able to be leaders. They are able to be active church members. But when they take that role on themselves and puff themselves up to the point of distracting or detracting, to the point of confusing others, or even, honestly, what it's sounding like here, sharing things that are just not true. And I don't know if this this question that Paul is asking, if that was only directed at the women or if that was directed at the church as a whole. But either way, he is calling out this behavior that they are almost puffing up their own opinions. And guess what? Our opinions, (laughs) that doesn't change God's law. 
Our opinions doesn't change God's word. That's something we still see people struggling with today. And so whether it was only the women he was speaking to here or the whole church, he is calling them out. Was it from you the word of God came? Of course the answer is no. Are you the only ones it has reached? Of course the answer is no. If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized calling them out that if you are proclaiming to be a prophet of the Lord, if you are saying you want to live for him, then these things that he's talking about, right? Having an orderly service, loving God, living out your gifts, respecting those others in the church, even though they're different than you with different callings and different gifts. All of these things are commands of the Lord. And if someone is sharing something that is against that truth, And I would go even further to say against the truth that we see in God's word in general. (laughs) Then you can call them out and know that, that they may not be a prophet of the Lord. That they are not speaking truth. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. In the same way, if anyone thinks they're a prophet, they should acknowledge that the Bible, that God's word, that this letter from Paul is from the Lord. So we need to keep that in mind as well. So he kind of ends off with this. So my brothers earnestly desire to prophesy. Remember, we're declaring God's word and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in order. All things should be done decently and in order. That is the heart behind this section. And earlier on in verse 26, he said, let all things be done for building up. Right? That is the heart behind this entire section. And if we think back to a verse we heard back in chapter 10, he said, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. We spent quite a bit of time diving into that, but he continued on saying, all things are lawful, but not all things build up. So as we are meeting together, as believers in Christ, we are covered in Christ's blood. We have freedom in Christ, but that doesn't mean that every action is going to build up the church. And as we see here, that is the heart behind meeting together. All things are to be done for building each other up. And in order to build each other up, all things should be done decently and in order. That is the principle behind this section to build up through decency and order. And that means that, yes, while you could maybe speak up in church, maybe like these women were as we have kind of read between the lines a little bit, that maybe they were disrupting the service. Maybe they were speaking things that were not true. Maybe they were disagreeing with the word of God, whether it was the women or other people, puffing up their own opinion. In Christ, is that covered by his blood? Yes. But is it beneficial for building up others? No. We need order. We need, honestly, focus on the Lord. We need clarity in order that our our actions that are done in love, that our unique callings, that they can build others up. So with all of this talk about building up the church, how can you build up the believers in your life? 
How can you invest in them in a way that that God made you uniquely? And maybe it's not something that's normal at your church. Maybe it's not like a, a ministry that you sign up for, but what is a way that God is calling you to build up your church, to build up your believing friends, to build up the church maybe on a bigger level? How is God calling you to use your gifts, to act in love, to build up other believers? Because he has a plan and a calling on your heart. And part of that is to build up others for his name, to be a part of the body that is unique and beautiful and indispensable. So without further ado, I'll see you tomorrow morning. And whether you are a little bit confused on what your your gift, this calling may be on your heart or you're having a hard time living it out, maybe distraction or self-doubt is getting in the way, I would love to invite you to learn more about a program that I offer. It's a 90-day program to faithfully flourish, to crush self-doubt, to minimize distraction in order to live out God's purpose on your heart in fullness, not halfway, not half-heartedly, but in fullness to the best of your ability. So I would love to hop on a call with you and hear about your goals, hear about your struggles and share how I may be able to help. So go find more information on my website, hesedheart.com slash 90, the number 90, hesedheart.com slash 90. And I look forward to talking with you.